The United States recognizes the new state of Israel. Today, the host of the 700 Club, Gordon Robertson, joins Jonathan as they take a look back at the miraculous establishment of the state of Israel in 1948. Is this a fulfillment of Bible prophecy? If so, what else does the Bible have to say about the future role of Israel? Will there ever be peace in the Middle East? This and much more on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, proclaiming Jesus as Messiah to the world and helping you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. Our guest today is a television executive, the head of a global ministry, and host of one of the most famous Christian television programs in the world. Please welcome back the CEO of Christian Broadcasting Network and host of the 700 Club, Gordon Robertson. Welcome back. Well, I want to thank you again for taking the time to be here. My You're pleasure. Just 48 hours off the plane from Philippines, so thanks for taking the time. I want to recap a little bit of what we talked about yesterday because you have an incredible testimony. You're the son of a very famous television evangelist, a famous grandfather, and you saw a real contrast between their lives and decided, I'm never going to host the 700 Club and I'm never going to do what my father did because you went through the difficult times. Talk mm. about that. Well, it was it was really hard growing up, uh, and you're you're trying to start a television ministry uh, with a tiny UHF station in Portsmouth, Virginia, and it just was uh, financially a struggle. Uh, everything uh, was seemingly a, a struggle, but at the same time, you know the blessings spiritually were there. Um, the the anointing was there, but I, I just saw the difference in lifestyle of what my grandparents had and what we had, and I wanted what my grandparents had. Yeah, they they were a, a lot. It was a lot higher standard of living. Right. I don't think people realize when they look at at CBN, which is a mammoth ministry today, that it was really a struggle in the beginning. You had to pay your dues. Yeah, it was 15 years of living on promises and and the vision of it and then God providing all the needs but training you in that process and uh, there's no substitute you have to go through that experience to understand how great he is and and how much he wants to provide but he doesn't want to do it in a way that you lose sight of where does it come from absolutely um, you know I went through it with CBN Asia in the Philippines where uh, it wasn't 15 years, but there was two years of struggle where we literally prayed in every uh, payroll, and it, it it was it was difficult. I know it's hard for people to believe, but um, you know, in the 1990s, uh, an extension of CBN was struggling financially, but we were. And uh, how do you how do you make it? How do you hold on to the promises of God? And we had to learn as a staff there that our source wasn't our budget, our source wasn't CBN, our source was God. And you know, today I just tell people, well, it's the, still the same thing. It's just the zeros have changed. There's one thing that I instill in young leaders: there's no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. It doesn't work. Right. You can and take a shortcut. And if you, you pay take later, them, you'll regret it. You will regret it. Okay. Talk about how the no, I'm never going to do that, became the yes, Lord. 
you were a successful lawyer and something changed. Well, I had a dramatic encounter. I had a, a road to Damascus experience in India on the Godavari River where I saw a, a light and I knew it was Jesus. I could see his feet and I could hear his voice. Um, and he called me into ministry. And um, all the promises and all the prophecies, all the experiences I had had with him as a child, um, he, um, he said he hadn't given up on that. And Isn't that great about God? Yeah. He never gives up on us, you know. even when we're going in a different direction. He has a foreordained plan for our life, and he's committed to see it through. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. Some of you need to be listening to that right now. Yeah. I mean, the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. He doesn't change his mind. Uh, you can run pretty hard, and I did. <laughs> and then you get swallowed by the fish. <laughs> yes. So it, 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 he has ways of bringing you back and, and doing so very lo lovingly. Very, you can't very outrun him. No. You can't outrun him. So you, you, you have this experience. You go home and you quit the law firm. A I quit the law firm. successful lawyer. And uh, fortunately, the managing partner was the son of a minister himself. And so I think he kind of understood. To some degree, I think they all thought I was a little crazy at that point in time, because I was saying, I'm, I'm quitting everything. I'm not gonna be a lawyer anymore. I'm moving my entire family to Manila. I had had this incredible revelation in Manila that they were going to be a great missionary sending nation, and I was going to be part of it and start them and, and train them how to be missionaries, even though I didn't know anything about being a missionary myself. It was just one of these, you know, it was just a, a flash. And you just have to stay a week ahead of them, you know? Well, I, I, I've, actually, I've actually told people, all you have to do is be a chapter ahead. And, and <laughs> so we're telling <laughs> Yeah, I, I have the same reality. I, I, I want you to focus on your experience with Israel because your dad is well known as a lover of Israel. You're well known as a lover of Israel and the Jewish people. Talk about how that came about. Well, I really want to um, follow in his footsteps in this and, and the tradition and the rule he laid down that regardless of whatever happened, CBN and the Robertson family stand with Israel. Uh, and he made that as a solemn pledge. Uh, in the early 1970s. Why Gordon? The Jews are the chosen people. I, you, you, you can't escape that. My dream is for the children of the prophets to become the prophets again. That, that God will revisit his people, Israel. He promises that. He promises an outpouring of the Holy Spirit on them. He promises that on that day, all who call in the name of the Lord will be saved. And it is the key to the end time prophecies of the return of the Messiah. I, I think that replacement theology robs the church of that truth. Everyone should get rid of replacement. Replace replacement theology. <laughs> get rid of it. Christians are grafted in. You, you can't escape that. We're grafted into a root. The covenant that God Almighty made with Adam and Eve still exists. The covenant he made with Noah still exists. The covenant he made with Abraham, he swore by his own name. He has not revoked that. The covenant he made with Moses at Mount Sinai, he has not revoked that. I praise 
God, he's given me a new covenant, the blood of Jesus. I praise God for that. But these other covenants stand because they're his name. It's his name behind them. He swore by himself. He can't swear by anything. He swore by himself. So they stand. They're not going to be replaced. They're not going to be taken away. And the more I examine, particularly the, the festivals, there's so much richness there that every Christian should enjoy. Don't replace it. Go look at it. Listen, Go you're find speaking it my out. language. But even when I tell people Jesus was Jewish, some people look at me like, what? Or maybe he was, but how is that relevant? But it's very relevant, isn't it? Yeah, and the Messiah has to be Jewish. This Messiah has to be of the line of David. Uh, the Messiah, there's so many specific prophecies. Um, and I tell my Jewish friends that, yes, Jesus has not fulfilled all of the prophecies, but there's no one else who could possibly fulfill the prophecies if he's not the one. And there's still some to go, hey, we got to take a break when we come back. You have uh, seen through, produced, and from its very inception, nursed through a great project, the hope, the rebirth of Israel. We're going to talk about this when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Lots more with Gordon Robertson ahead. And also, a fascinating tribe of Jews in Ethiopia who claim to be descendants of King Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. They may be one of the oldest surviving Jewish communities in the world. It's all just ahead on Jewish Force. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and forgotten people in the world, people who have never before seen a doctor or dentist. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, Jewish Voice is urgently preparing to bring humanitarian aid to a poor, poverty-stricken community in Tachgeit, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, an overlooked and faithful people who have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years, but have recently been subjected to brutal persecution by their neighbors because of their distinctiveness. We urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital life-saving outreach. The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Will you be a blessing to these precious people and the thousands of others around the globe who are desperately in need of help? Call or click now to share a gift of any amount, and we'll say thank you by sending you a new DVD narrated by the CEO of the Christian Broadcasting Network, Gordon Robertson, the Hope, the Rebirth of Israel. This riveting and inspiring docudrama examines the years preceding the creation of the modern state of Israel and the many miracles and significant moments that unfolded during this historic timeline. With its archival footage and dramatic reenactments, you're sure to be moved by this compelling look back at the events, which culminated in the Declaration of Statehood of Israel in 1948. You'll also receive a DVD by Jonathan Burnus, a rabbi looks at Israel with this in-depth inspirational teaching filmed on location at biblical sites in Israel. The Bible comes to life as you see where Yeshua walked, talked, and lived. And it even points out where significant prophetic events may take place. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today to help save lives, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and this exquisite lion and lamb statue. 
Let it grace your home or office as a deeply meaningful reminder that Yeshua, Jesus, is both the conquering lion of the tribe of Judah and the lamb who was slain for all of us, the ultimate sacrifice. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share an urgently needed gift in support of this vital outreach and to help reach thousands of others around the globe, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people in the world. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. We're continuing our chat with Gordon Robertson, host of the 700 Club. And I want to I focus for a few minutes on this love of Israel and the Jewish people that is really a legacy handed down to you from your father. And I, I'm, I'm so glad you shared that replacement theology has to be replaced. That, that's why we're around here as a program. But talk about your first experience with Israel. Your father took you to Israel. And I, was, I was really touched that you've taken all your kids. So I want you to talk about uh, that. He took me. I was 11 years old. We went in 1969. Um, and it was an unforgettable trip. And the, the signature thing for me was to be at the Western Wall. Um, I went there to pray, but then I was overwhelmed by the, uh, the people carrying the Torah scrolls, dancing, and the bells, and just the sheer joy that here they were after thousands of years, that here they were once again worshiping at the temple. You know, before 1967, it was a garbage dump? Yeah. It's a Jordanian garbage dump. The, the elation, after almost 2,000 years of reclaiming the, the Western Wall, had to be incredible. And you were there close to that time. So that really touched you. Yeah, that got me. And uh, I've made it a tradition in my family that whenever my children are 11, 12 years old, I will take them to Israel. And it'll just be me and them. Uh, although one, one of the trips my wife went along to, and uh, we baptize them in the Jordan River, and then we bring them back to pray at the Western Wall. And, and that's, has that been very meaningful for each child? The one that, that really touched me is, as my son and I were leaving the Temple Mount area, going through the Damascus Gate, uh, we're holding hands, and he's, he turns to me and says, Dad, I can't explain it, but I feel like I'm home. And it was... But it's true, isn't it? Don't you just feel home when you're in Israel? Yeah. It, it belongs to us. Jewish people and Christians that have been grafted in to the olive tree, grafted in are full partakers of the promises of God, which includes the land of Israel. Now, you've produced a tremendous uh, eight-part film, The Hope, The Rebirth of Israel. This is really an important project for you. I want you to talk about it, then we'll look at a clip. Uh, the reason I, I did this is I wanted to come directly against the boycott divestment sanction movement. Uh, the Palestinians are frankly putting out a, a boatload of lies about Israeli occupation. And what they're denying is that they've had a chance since 1920 to have two states. Um, all they had to do was recognize Israel's right to exist. And if they had done that, they would have had their own state. Even under the British mandate, they would have had it. Um, but under the UN resolution of 1948, they would have. They refused. They wanted war 
They wanted to drive Israel to the sea. And this explains the real history. And Do you believe that's still the agenda today? I, I read a, a poll uh, that 52% of Palestinians would agree to a two-state solution and would recognize Israel. I just don't think uh, politically it's going to be possible given the extremists. Anwar Sadat was the last um, Arab leader to recognize Israel, and it cost him his life. It did. The Muslim Brotherhood assassinated him just for that, just because he went to the Knesset, he spoke there, and he said there, I recognize your right to exist. And that was his death sentence. And that would be the death sentence for anyone. Arafat in the peace talks, uh, Oslo Accords, he, he could not come to a, an agreement to recognize Israel because he knew he would be assassinated if he yes. did. Yes. I want to jump to a, a beautiful film that you have taken from inception all the way to completion called The Hope, The Rebirth of Israel. I think it's a remarkable piece of work. We're going to show a clip from that, and then okay. I want you to comment on it. We all just right. have a minute left. Let's take a look. All the Arab leaders who have appeared before us were born in Palestine. Most of the Jewish leaders who appeared before us were born in Eastern Europe. <sighs> the Arab people have an Ottoman land deed entitling them to this land. Do you have a document saying Palestine belongs to you? This is my document. It is the most highly respected book. And I believe that you, British, respect it also. Our right in Palestine is not derived from the mandate or the Balfour Declaration. It is prior to that. The Bible, the Bible which was written by us in our own language in this very country is our mandate. Our right in Palestine is as old as the Jewish people. We must have this land. Wow. That is history with David Ben-Gurion appearing before the Peel Commission where they challenge his right, uh, the, the Jewish right, to have, a, to have a state. And it's one of the signature moments in the formation of Israel. And he holds, that up, he the holds up the Bible. The very book, because they had, had, they had him swear to tell the truth, the very book he just swore an oath on. He said, this is my mandate. Wow. This is... This is the document. It's all in there, isn't it? It's all in there, written by the prophets. We have time for one more clip. Let's take a look at one more clip. Certainly, she was one of the founders of Israel, one of the makers of Israel. In many respects, she was one of Ben-Gurion's chief lieutenants. An amazing woman, in many respects, a woman of enormous contradictions. She could be wonderful, she could be charming, she could be charismatic, she could be very friendly and very solicitous. She could be, on the other hand, rigid, inflexible, difficult, opinionated, combative, argumentative. I suppose this is what makes a great leader. leader. David Ben-Gurion called Golda Meir the best man in his cabinet. She hated that. She didn't like that. But she was she was one of the founders and an amazing woman. 
It's a fantastic, fantastic uh, piece of work. Gordon Gordon's new DVD, The Hope, The Rebirth of Israel, highlights those key players who were passionately dedicated to creating the modern state of Israel and ultimately God was behind it. I think that you'll fully enjoy uh, this film. Gordon will be back tomorrow and you don't want to miss it. There's more Jewish Voice just ahead. Don't go away. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and forgotten people in the world, people who have never before seen a doctor or dentist. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, Jewish Voice is urgently preparing to bring humanitarian aid to a poor, poverty-stricken community in Tachgait, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, an overlooked and faithful people who have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years, but have recently been subjected to brutal persecution by their neighbors because of their distinctiveness. We urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital life-saving outreach. The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Will you be a blessing to these precious people and the thousands of others around the globe who are desperately in need of help? Call or click now to share a gift of any amount, and we'll say thank you by sending you a new DVD narrated by the CEO of the Christian Broadcasting Network, Gordon Robertson, the Hope, the Rebirth of Israel. This riveting and inspiring docudrama examines the years preceding the creation of the modern state of Israel and the many miracles and significant moments that unfolded during this historic timeline. With its archival footage and dramatic reenactments, you're sure to be moved by this compelling look back at the events, which culminated in the Declaration of Statehood of Israel in 1948. You'll also receive a DVD by Jonathan Burness, a rabbi looks at Israel. With this in-depth inspirational teaching filmed on location at biblical sites in Israel, the Bible comes to life as you see where Yeshua walked, talked, and lived. And it even points out where significant prophetic events may take place. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today to help save lives, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and this exquisite lion and lamb statue. Let it grace your home or office as a deeply meaningful reminder that Yeshua, Jesus, is both the conquering lion of the tribe of Judah and the lamb who was slain for all of us, the ultimate sacrifice. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share an urgently needed gift in support of this vital outreach and to help reach thousands of others around the globe, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people in the world. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. A very important part of what we do here at Jewish Voice is to provide medical care and clean water to Jewish communities and their neighbors in some of the poorest places on earth. Many of the people that we help have never even seen a doctor or a dentist. They're alone and they're often forgotten. Now one such community is the Beta Israel or the House of Israel in Ethiopia. We recently traveled there to provide free medical, dental and eye care. And most importantly, many came to know Jesus, Yeshua, 
as their Messiah and Savior. People walked for miles when they heard about the clinic. Take a look at a clip from our recent medical clinic in Gondar, Ethiopia. Throughout history, they've been a persecuted people, enslaved, massacred, reviled, and driven from their lands. Indeed, the Jewish people have been scattered to the remotest parts of the earth. Even in a nation like Ethiopia, Jewish people have a history that may date over 3,000 years back to the time of King Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. The Beta Israel, or the House of Israel, is a Jewish community that has survived in Ethiopia for centuries, despite isolation, hardship, and persecution. Volunteer pediatricians from many nations travel to treat children just like these in Gondar. From providing the most basic pediatric care to treating children who are chronically ill and dying, Many are also lined up today, some for the first time ever, to receive free dental care. The medical care and dental care and eye care that we provide completely free of charge is a way to earn a platform to share our faith because ultimately the most important thing is not physically helping them, although that's important and it stands by itself, but it's, it's meeting their spiritual needs. So that's why we do this. Uh, I heard this adage as a child, it's always stuck with me. People don't care what you know until they know that you care. As a result of these important humanitarian and spiritual outreaches, like this one here in Ethiopia, teams of volunteer medical professionals dedicated to blessing the Jewish people have witnessed tens of thousands of transformed lives and miracles of healing. Because more come, you treat thousands and more come because the need is so great. Believing we are living in the days God promised to restore the Jewish people physically and spiritually, Jonathan Burness is passionate to see the fulfillment of Israel's destiny, to return to their land and to their God. Outreaches like the one you just saw are making an impact on so many lives, and not just those who receive the aid, but also for those who come with us to help. Now there's a cost involved, but believe me, it will be worth every dollar. You'll be changed forever. We'd love to share how you can be part of an upcoming outreach, so contact us at 800-299-9374 or go to jewishvoice.tv. The Lemba, a lost tribe of Israel discovered in the remote regions of Zimbabwe. DNA proves that they are descendants of the priestly tribe of Aaron, practicing their Jewish faith for thousands of years, not knowing their long-awaited Messiah has come and will come again. And the Jewish Voice Outreach Team has the privilege of sharing this amazing good news with them through our outreaches in Zimbabwe. It's amazing. Come witness this miracle. Be an important part of God at work in these last days, gathering His people back to Himself. We need volunteers urgently for this outreach, medical professionals, prayer partners, and practical service volunteers as we minister to thousands of very needy and spiritually hungry people in just one short week. Come with us and help these desperate Jewish people. Say yes to being God's hands and feet. Please answer the call.
Thank you so much for watching today, and thank you to Gordon Robertson. He'll be here all week, so be sure to join us again tomorrow. As we close out the show today, I want to remind you, as I always do, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 declares, may they who love you prosper. So if you want to prosper, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And they need our prayers now more than ever. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Burnus saying, God richly bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.